Welcome. You're listening to Be The Cause podcast, conversations that cause health. I'm your host, Amanda Plevel. For this week's episode, um, I had a longtime client who we will call Mark uh, reach out to me over the week by email. And he told me the story of um, just suffering that he had watching his parents who both died of cancer. And so he didn't have cancer. He didn't have a diagnosis of anything like, and he was basically just wondering, you know, what do I do for myself if both of my parents died of cancer? And uh, it, it just, it led me to have a very real and really cool and interesting conversation with him. And it kind of ties back to kind of a, just a whole tentative belief that I have anyway. So it made me think of um, this book that I'm reading called The Song of the Cell. It's a thick book. It is not a fast read, but I happen to love cellular biology. And so if that's your cup of tea also, you might really like that book. But it just it just emphasizes my love for cellular biology. And this book goes into talking about it's kind of a, a history of everything that we've learned about the cell, you know, from from the very first um, introduction to it to present day. But he says something in there. Um, he said it is their, it is the cell's autonomy. No, sorry. It is the cell's anatomy that makes their autonomy. And I thought it was really interesting. And what that really means is that there was, there is a whole makeup, a whole city, a whole community within every single one of our <laughs> vast, vast community of cells in our body. And the fact that they have everything they need within themselves allows them to be a strong, viable, significant, and valuable part of the tissue that they make up or the gland or the organ or the whole body in general. And that just, it, 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 it brings it back to this basic fundamental idea that I have that it's not so much then about trying to cure or treat or heal a disease or any name of a disease. And it's not to prevent any disease either. I fully believe that if we work to create the best environment that we can so that these autonomous cells have everything they need to remain high functioning, that really ends up being what our goal and mission is. It isn't about seeking after the cause of disease or how do we cure a disease. In my mind, I think we need to put more attention on how do we cause more vitality so that our outcomes of health and, and a sense of well-being can be different. The author of, of The Song of the Cell also says, um, he talks about homeostasis, and we've heard this word in multiple places. I'm sure you've heard it as well. But homeostasis being that sense of balance he describes it as a sense of stillness that the cells innately always, always, always strive to return to. That is their mission. That is their homing beacon. And he described homeostasis as a state of stillness. He said, you know that quote, um, don't just stand there, do something. He says, in our cells attitude, it's more like, don't just do something, stand there. And I just thought how interesting it is that in our everyday lives, when we are breathlessly running from one activity to the next, we are not activating this very innate desire of the teeny tiny parts that make us up 
that there needs to be a stillness in order for this little autonomy, this little community to have its perfection. And so when I was thinking about how to reply back to this client that we'll call Mark, I thought, you know what, it's really, it's, it's really up to his doctors. Should he develop that same pathway as his parents? But he wasn't there yet. And hopefully he never would be. And so his goal really was more of this vitality concept and all of the things that we could do just to help support his vitality. And so it made me think about our idea of community because I love these little cell beings. You've heard me say this in podcasts before. I'm definitely a cell geek. (laughs) I get it. But I love these little beings. And I thought, what can we do to love and serve them so that they can serve us? What can we do so that so that Mark's cellular communities would serve him. And I thought how important it is to create an external community of support in order to create a vitality community within. And I thought that's really important that we consider that. I remember thinking it used to be so odd, like I'd be online and there was this offer to join this or, you know, do this. And it was this online community and you'd had to pay this, you know, lump sum amount and I thought how odd that was, and I never did them. But then, you know, we had the pandemic, and our innate sense of forming communities was just so strong that we were able to form communities and still get stuff done despite the pandemic. And now what has unearthed from that is a natural unfoldment that I think was so necessary, particularly in the the realm of healthcare, that we are able now to get training, get understanding, build a community of support for our own particular goals within a community of like-minded individuals, a group that understands that it takes time to spend time together to learn and practice different habits, different skills, and that in our day-to-day life, we haven't been getting those strategies. We haven't been getting those practices. And so it might mean that we have to extend outside of our comfort zone and find a community that maybe that it's online because how are we going to talk to somebody that's far, far away in a, in a regular, you know, daily or weekly or monthly um, platform. And so I thought this just so solidifies another big reason why we have kind of changed our system of how we work more towards doing these longer term therapeutic relationship communities so that we can truly provide when, when our clients are not at the point of, Hey, you know, I have, I have cancer. What do I do? But that, that they're at that place where, what do I do in my life? The things that I haven't learned yet that aren't, you know, they're not getting me there yet. So what is it that I need to learn so that I can be as vital and functioning as long as I possibly can in my life? And so I would challenge you to take a look at any hindering beliefs that you might have about forming a community of external support for yourself and what kind of support you are providing for your internal community. Like it or not, that is what your body is made up of. It's not made, you know, just of bone and skin and hair. It's made of little tiny cells, the beings that make up your existence. If you'd like to get started with something like that with us, you certainly can check us out at our website. It's anmcholistichealth.com. And we're going to end today 
with some affirmations, some positive suggestions for you. Deep breath. You are a perfect being. You are made up of perfect beings. You are made up of everything that you need with a, an, a, an entire agenda, an entire protocol of knowing how to return back to a state of innate homeostasis. You are surrounded by like-minded individuals who want to support the practice of homeostasis and cause health in the world. You can do it. You can do whatever you set your mind to because you are significant. You are of value and you are the most responsible one for your experience of life. You can create whatever it is that you would like to experience and you have a community of support to do that within. You are perfect. You are safe, you are loved, and you are protected. Thank you for joining the conversation. I encourage you to keep having conversations of your own and go out and cause health in your world.